If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headline, Headliner questions coming your way in just a moment. I'm Jeff, there's Ira and Corey. Ira, briefly, the rest will be uh, me and Corey answering questions. So, Ira, let's get you going here. Before we start, we want to thank... Birch Orthodontics always, Dr. Birch, the best in the business and uh, reliable, trustworthy, affable, fun to talk to. You know, I think it's a it's a relaxing experience when you go to her office, which you really would never they associate do. with orthodontics. Take the stress. That's where all this started. Molly, when we first took her around a few different orthodontists, I'm not going to name the other ones. No. But it wasn't bums, the same. Bums. <laughs> Went to yeah. Birch Orthodontics. A lot of them. Great staff. Uh, Dr. Birch is incredible. They do just tremendous work, finest uh, equipment, techniques, payment plans. Birchworthonics.com is the website. They're on the Find cutting the edge, technique-wise, right? Edge. Yeah. The other thing I would say is if they win this game Sunday, she might just get free braces. To everybody. Well, you have to say your happen. Seminole headlines. You want the Seminole headlines Corey, Corey said, discount. And then it's free braces for, what, a year? Probably. Used to nominate a lot of freebies yes. for yeah. anybody that advertises with us, uh, but you know, you just offer up free food, free drinks, right. free. Why not free braces? You should have. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why not, so, we'll, Doctor we'll Heather? See. Why not, Heather? We'll see. We'll see how excited she gets about this big win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and away we go. Austin writes: Will Julian Armella see meaningful snaps this year? Ira only. Uh, I would say no, unless there you have some issues by meaningful. I mean, mop-up duty he'll play. And that's meaningful. Is it? For him. Well, you get four games. When you games, play. Will he be in no, – he'll, yeah. he's already, he registered last I year. He won't be in a he meaningful will, play that dictates – Yeah, he won't be in a in – a, unless – if he's in a game where it's still undecided and Julian Armel is playing – some problems. No offense to him that, yeah, there's got some issues at the offensive tackle spot. Not ripping him, but just they're, they've got three or four better old, older guys. Do you think – do any of you guys think that they're going to put out the same depth chart every game like they did last year except when there are injuries involved <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, you, you really can't put a whole lot into the uh, weekly depth chart. Uh, there are times when guys 
stay on there when they probably shouldn't be on there. So, yeah, but this this first one I thought was pretty accurate, and I think it was informative. Um, but, yeah, well, during the season, it's not. It also had 13 starters on offense. He does so, that a lot, yeah. yeah. If FSU beats LSU, will the national narrative be that LSU isn't as good as we thought they were? Yes. And the Knowles have to beat Clemson before any admission nationally that they're really good. I want to address mm-hmm. this. Ira, I want you to, too. Uh, Corey just did. Yeah. The national narrative is not anti-FSU right now. I've watched several shows in which they've praised Florida State's talent. They've projected them as a top-10 team. Many of the prognosticators have them as a playoff team. I don't get where our fan base thinks that they're being dismissed. The only reason I would say where I where I see where they're coming from is because there have been some people to say, okay, if you beat LSU, if LSU is number five in the country, yeah. and you beat them by two touchdowns, sure. 17 points, how high can you go? I don't think they're going to go up to like two or three because there, it will be more like, oh, LSU is probably overranked. That's So that's why you would say it gets more dismissed than it does – you know, I don't think yeah. LSU is going to be seen. If you beat LSU, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, Florida State definitely is in the top two or three. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see how the other teams what play, what they think. Yeah, they I, I agree with you. I, yeah. I don't think they're going to have a I, – I, So they'll teams, go from eight to what? I mean, maybe six, five, something like that. Four or five. Five, they probably replace LSU. If they go LSU. top five, I think everybody would be pretty happy with that, right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I've had some people wonder. You're going to be behind wonder, Georgia, who, who played one game and against a nobody. You'll no, be behind but, Ohio but State. But it'll be the best win anybody will have for the first few weeks. Sure it will. I agree yeah. with that. But I, I, I think, first of all, preseason rankings are dumb. But right. you know, So there's that problem that you have. But obviously, it won't do anything but help you. And people suspect yeah. Florida State's really good. Like, I'm not hearing anybody go, I mean, Joel Klatt thought they were a little overrated. Okay. Everybody else I've heard say, yeah, it's a top 10 team. Yeah, but They're if good. you beat them convincingly, I think it's that it's that fine line of, okay, is this team all, like, was that 2013 FSU team great? Or was Clemson, was Taj Boyd well, overrated? Well, where would you put them so, after this game if they win by two touchdowns? Like, where oh, would I would, you, if they beat LSU by, I think LSU's good. Yeah, and I think too. I think I would put them too. But I'm not, I'm me. Why I'm wouldn't not, you move them ahead of Georgia? Well, I wouldn't. I'd put. Well, I wouldn't just because Georgia's the one, whatever many games in a row, and they're yeah, the two-time well, defending champs. Yeah, it's a new year. They haven't played anybody. Nah, it's the that. best win it's, anybody it's has. Right. Why wouldn't you move them to yeah, number as one? As long as you're in the, no, I just put them at two. I put them at two. I'm not. Hey, I'm That's not. That's a Georgia not, bias. I got them. Oh, exactly right. right. Those here. are my dogs. Those I are my dogs. I'm display. not ranking anybody ahead of them. Craig writes. Good day, gentlemen from down under. After listening to the depth no. chart review, is pass protection a potential weakness from a unit perspective, individually or due to talented defensive line? Love the show. Go Knowles. I, I, the only thing I said, I don't know if he's referencing this, I, the interior uh, at guard it does not pass block as well as they run block. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I think especially at left guard. Uh, so I think that's an area that you may want to pay attention to. Now, it may not be anything. It could just very well be that every day in practice they're up against really good players. Yeah. And so, you know, we got to wait and see. This is the part where you get excited about watching them against other teams. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I, that's where I going back to our conversation in the first hour is, there's so much that it's it's hard to know exactly what you have because you're going up against each other. Yeah. And it's once you see them against another team, it'll be different. I do think the fact that you've got guys that have played so much football um, across that offensive line, I think there's, I cannot imagine them being overwhelmed by any stretch. I agree with that. Who are the five other skill players joining Jay Trav uh, that says, I guess that messages, our offense is better than your defense? And then Jason goes on to write, I have Wilson, Keon, Bell, and Benson, but not sure who would be the fifth. All right, so Jordan Travis, Keon Coleman, Jaheim Bell, 
uh, Johnny Wilson, Trey Benson, right? Mm. Yeah. Those so there's five. one more aside from Jordan. Um, Destin Hill. Could be Destin Hill. It very well could be Destin Hill. That's not a bad answer at all. Yeah. Could More, be. I like, I'm high on Morlock too. I like what I'm, I'm really seeing on my on guy Morlock. Douglas too, man. I love the tight ends. They're, uh, they're in good but, shape. But uh, Destin Hill might be by the middle of this season, might be a real problem for folks. Marty writes, fellas, it's crazy to think how far some position groups have come in just a few years since the Taggart era. Want to call that an era, guys? Uh, which position group do you think has seen the most improvement and been the most impressive in development? And he asks whether it's the offensive line, the wide receivers, and then he says, well, maybe even quarterback. I would throw in there Marty tight end. I mean, tight end has gone a complete transformation. They've yeah. gone from not having anybody who's any good at the position to three really good players at the position. I think offensive line and wide receiver are probably the leaders yeah. in the clubhouse. Well, because two or three years ago, Florida State's all, uh, wide receiving core was the worst in the conference, yeah. which seems unimaginable, but they were. Yeah. So now they're one of the best in the country, arguably. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man, and the thing about that, I was noticing this on Saturday night, is uh, not that you have to be really astute to see this, but there was a catch that Jaheim Bell made over the middle of the field that was ridiculous. I know he's not a wide receiver, but he's on a pass. On Saturday night when we were yeah, in the stadium, yeah. But he's a pass catcher. Winston Wright broke free for a big gain. Vandravius Jacobs had a couple of big plays and like one-on-ones, and he's your, I don't know, man, your sixth yeah. guy. And then Hakeem Williams yeah. has made more strides in the last week than anyone. He's a, the only five-star on the point, roster. That's something to point out. And it's interesting about Hakeem is because of his body type, I think that's going to give him – there's going to be more reasons to play him. Yeah, yeah. he's Maybe got an advantage. Hakeem, man, and he had a big day today, too. He had yeah. a good day today. That uh, is a guy. Completely different go. than what we saw in Wait, the spring. Yeah. He's done a 180. But how about – that's what I'm talking about. It, it's come so far that you have a guy like that that might not play for you this year, even though he's becoming this dude. Like because of the body type, I think he will play. Right. But we don't know how much. But he's he's low on the depth chart right now, and he's one of he would have been two years ago. Oh, you, and you're throwing to him instead of parchment yeah. on fourth and fourteen. Like that's how far they've gone. This guy, he's not an afterthought in the coaching staff. But as far as an LSU game, you're not predicting Hakeem Williams to do anything. It's, and he's good. He's legitimately uh, very good, and he's. He's probably gone through the greatest transformation from spring. Yeah, yeah, to now. I think so too. I mean, he yeah. came in out of shape. He was too big. He couldn't get through practices to start. He'd take himself out because he was tired. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because that's spring. We're going back a ways. But he wasn't ready to play at all. And by the time spring ended, I thought, man, he's got a long way to go. Came back into fall camp, and we noticed immediately that he'd lost all the bad weight, that he'd gotten lean for him. He's a big dude. And he'd gotten lean, and he was much more confident. And then at the end of camp here, what your guys are talking about, he's been very productive. Yeah. He's been really productive. He had a fifty yarder today over uh one of the starting quarterbacks. What would what would the line be for the uh twenty twenty three Florida State team against the twenty twenty Florida State team? Mm. Ooh. That's an ass kicking waiting to happen, right? Thirty? Mm. What was it for Clemson? Would there be a game cancellation? Yeah, I was gonna say, who's got COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Charles writes, if Miami of Ohio beats the University of Miami, is that worse than the U losing to Middle Tennessee State University last year? Well, they didn't just lose to them, Charles. They got rallied. They gave up 50 points That or Middle something. Tennessee team was taking no prisoners, <laughs> no quarter. Uh, also, could we get an hour number two from Ira if Miami of Ohio beats Miami? Focused on that game. No, that's not my thing. That's, that's, a, that's a Corey thing. I appreciate Work that. Corey. I, I appreciate that. I would never, I would never take away Corey's. It's the know, one thing I give to this show. The one thing I got. 
It's my hour number two. Uh, Henry writes, I don't want to get you boys in trouble with Iron Mike, but what position from the initial depth chart release do you anticipate has the highest chance of changing? Hmm. Hey, headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com warchant, all lowercase, now, to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Wide receiver, maybe. Maybe. As you get further down. Could, I think Corey's got one. I'll throw it out there for him. Maybe uh, he, Corey thinks Cesare is going to win a job before the season's over. I'm with him. Yeah. I'm with him. I think he does, too. That's and a not, call, not, not just because uh, I haven't been exactly, you know, Blown away, blown away by Fentrell Cypress, but uh, Azaria, I had like Azaria's played really well. Like he's, com- I mean, he's he's really been impressive. Um, and so it's not so much that Cypress has had a bad camp because he hasn't, but I think Azaria's had a really good camp. I, I think he's going to play he's a lot. Had a good camp too. You got a guy? Um, that's a tough I, one. Jeff's kicker. <laughs> we know <laughs> where Jeff's going. We know where Jeff's going to pick. Uh, he's he's got a chance. Uh, maybe you know I would say shoot. Nah, I mean, there's nothing really I can think of. I mean, this is pretty much – that's what I think it was. It was. It I was think a, as the year goes on, is, they'll bother to list Vendravius Jacobs at the wide receiver position. We'll see. I mean, I'm hoping. Well, either that, way, uh, he's going to play. Whether I think. I well, think he's going to play whether he's on that sheet of paper well, or not. Got to just button up. Uh, Burke writes, which ACC team that we don't play are you most happy about not playing? North Carolina, <laughs> NC State, or Louisville? Probably NC State, man, just because I feel like there's just something there. That's I don't like, want to play Drake May. I think he'd light yeah. up. Uh, he's just good. I wouldn't want to play North Carolina. I yeah, think you'd win, have to score I, 40 points to, score to win. A lot of points. And he's, you probably would, but, you know, yeah. you, you have a couple bad plays. I get what and, you're saying, Ira. It's not a bad call because for whatever reason, yeah, we just not, they suck just don't play it. well. Yeah, but they, you'd yeah. have him here. You'd get him here. Yeah. You're not being I wish we did play him this year because that was ridiculous last year. That was worst game of the year last year. The worst one. That was ridiculous. The whole thing. Mike should be ashamed of that game. The – I mean, we beat, we beat Louisville. We asked him about it today. He's still ashamed. He's still. He's like, guys, please. <laughs> I, can't, to move I can't talk Try about it. it. Too soon. I can't talk about it anymore. Uh, I know Ira's got to go, so let's make this the last one for the segment. Hello, gents. If Corey's iron sharpens iron is valid, this is from Walter. By the way, Ira, did you write these? are all Twitter questions. 
Thanks. Then LSU with a cobbled together offensive line and a weak secondary has been in camp without a sharpened edge. Mm. They have no idea how bad they are, and they're not ready (laughs) for this heat. 38-24 and a couple of straight-to-the-limo plays to boot, writes Walter. I like it. Be cool if straight-to-the-limo came back. I think it's got a chance. Let's go. How about some straight-to-the-limos because it's a pick six? Yeah. What? Yeah. Let's go. Keep Jaden Daniels in the pocket. Make him throw the ball. Let's go. Play downhill. And he's not going to make a tackle. We're going to wait, part wait till Sunday for this game? I know. I, I, I'm antsy. I'm antsy because of the storm, and I'm antsy because I want to watch the game. It's a big, big week. It's antsy, damn it. Yeah, it's a big week. It's antsy folks around here. You guys enjoy the last couple segments. All right. We will. We'll take a break right we'll now. Try. We'll try. We'll try to do it without questions. you. We'll do it, buddy. Safe travels. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Uh, by the way, guys, MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs for the rest of the week. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on the playoffs, mm, on your favorite teams and players. You can take advantage of brand new uh, my bookie money bags. Not brand new anymore, but the money bag mm-hmm. does exist. We it still does. love it. Yeah, gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up. With my bookie, use the promo code WARCHANT. That's the key here to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit 200 play with 300 instantly. Use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. If you're a baseball fan, you want to add more excitement to the postseason, for yeah. example, Corey, right. then you get in here with my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for WarChant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Actually, just Corey Clark along with Jeff Cameron. Yeah, the best two-thirds of Seminal Headlines by far. Partner, here you go. <laughs> here's some levity. Chris writes, how many wins for Link Charrett in year two, guys? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give him credit. That's yeah, good. Yeah, That's just good. a good time for it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he understands. 37, 36. You 30, like the turnaround? Yeah. yeah. Not going to be complete. It's not 37 isn't great, but it's enough to maybe get you a two-seed at a regional or something. What this does do is remind me of just how bad last year was. Yeah. How awful and brutal and kind of alarming mm. it really was. You know, we understand all of the things that led to it. Right. So you get a pass, but you only get one pass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't get multiple let's passes. Let's see a better roster this year. Let's let's see some things. All right, the dad guy wants to know who scores the first touchdown of the game. Hell, hell, we go, man. That's just so random. You mean for Florida State? Who scores the first touchdown for Florida State? Uh Trey Benson. Jaheim Bell. Okay, I like your pick. Who scores the game-winning touchdown? Uh well, I mean, if you beat a team 49 to 6, is there even such a thing? It's probably, probably that, that first, first one. T- yeah. That first one. So you're like the game winning RB- yeah. Remember the game winning RBI stat? Yeah, one or, to nothing yeah. in the first inning. Yeah, that's final your... one to nothing. Yeah. yeah. Or if it was 5 to 3 but the other team never took the lead, yeah. that still counted as the game winning RBI. <laughs> uh could it be the game winner last year versus Miami with 54 minutes left in the game? Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh so who do you think has a big game? is really what he's saying. And I'm going to say Jordan Travis. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, that would go without that I mean, that stands to reason. He's a really good player and uh yeah. There I I'm I'm interested again. Nobody's I don't think anybody's ever Brian Kelly has Brian Kelly ever coached against a quarterback 4 years in a row? Has he ever opened up against a quarterback 3 years in a row well, like he's doing? One like, thing I will tell you and I brought this up. Mike Norvell has outcoached Brian Kelly each of the last 2 years. And I would say, if you look at that 2020 game, it had no business being a sort of competitive game. That's my point. It went to overtime. 
No, I'm saying 2020, the oh, COVID year, even yeah, the up co- there. Yeah, the COVID game. But that, still, yeah, that, that, that had no business even being close, and it kind of was. So if you think about that overtime game here, there's no yeah. reason that game's close, and Florida State is in it with a chance to win it. Uh, and then if there's not a bad snap in that game, they're, yeah. they're going to win the game. Probably, yeah. And then last year, and so the bulk of that game last year, you know, it's a misnomer. We always talk about it's a one-point game, but it really wasn't. The way it played out, Florida State was much better than LSU last year. Yeah, so I, I thought so. Yeah, that night. Yeah. yeah. So I think Brian Kelly has been on the wrong end of the coaching matchup each of the last couple of years. I'm sure that frustrates him. Let me ask you this as a spinoff of that question, because I've thought about this some, and I can't really remember this ever being the case for me personally in any sport that I played, but does revenge play any factor in your mind? Like LSU's need for revenge for that loss last year? Have you thought anything about that? No, not not really. Not really, right? No. No. I mean, it wasn't like they still, that was their first game. They still went on to have a really good year. I think they felt it was a fluke. Um, you know, the like Florida State in eighty nine after getting punked thirty one to nothing. There was some revenge that was certainly motivational for them that year. But I wouldn't think losing by a point on a blocked extra point, it sucked that you lost. Yeah, um, I just I just it's something to think about. I don't know if LSU is, you know, seeing red. I mean, they want to win the game, they want to avenge a loss. If you're an LSU fan, you're aware of the history of this series. Florida State owns LSU in the same way that Oklahoma owns FSU. Yeah. Yeah, weirdly, with the kind of even programs. Yeah, yeah. it's been a real strange deal. All right, over to uh, Facebook questions, Corey. Marcus writes, gentlemen, it was great to see you guys at the CP for the listener appreciation party. Great to see you, Marcus. My question is, with so much on the line. Marcus bought us drinks. He did. Yeah, thank you, Marcus. Yeah, absolutely. With so much on the line this season, how did we overlook the fact that we are on the precipice of a double platinum Bohica against the mighty Duke Blue Devils? Yeah. People may scoff because it's Duke. But 20 in a row is not a small feat. Hashtag 19 in a row for that ass. It could be 20. That is a double double platinum bohica. That's crazy. I don't generally elicit platinum bohica references for teams that have no earthly chance to beat you on the regular. Like, you, if you are, like, that'd be like citing that you've hammered Mercer the 10 times you've played sure. him. You know what I mean? Sure, but then when you think about, you know, Duke is Miami's biggest rival, probably, <laughs> if you pointed out. And the rival of your rival, I guess, is also your friend. Fair enough. So, But transitionally, do, does Duke become your rival because they've been a rival of Miami? And Miami, what is, what is their winning streak against Duke? One? I mean, they yeah. lose to them all the I, time. They lost to Duke last year. In the, one of the games they won was on the the flippy do yeah, kick return. Yeah, 16 that, blocks in the back that yeah, they didn't Well, call. and the guy's knee was down. And the forward lateral. Yeah, all that. Yeah, There's that's what it was. There. It was the forward yeah, lateral. Forward lateral, knee is down, blocking the back, combo. I think if you played Duke every year, it would be impressive. But you don't. You, it seems like you only play Duke once every five or six years. And they haven't. Duke hasn't had the luxury of catching you when you've been really bad. I guess they did. Hey, 2020. They did. they did and lost. Yeah, we, they keep losing. They won that yeah, game. You're right. the, I was down in Tampa for that, a little nervous about how that was going to play out. I was going to the Bucks game. It was a COVID year. And uh, we, I watched from the hotel. That's right. You know, also the same day that um, my man from Florida, the basketball team, uh, collapsed. collapsed on the court. That was the same day? Same day. Yeah. Isn't Are that crazy? you sure? I'm almost positive. Same day. And uh, he, I think he made an NBA roster. Keontae Johnson, right? He was drafted. Yeah, yeah. Great story. No, really great scary, story. scary stuff. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, all right, here we go. Mike writes, great preseason, guys. Time for the real deal. Let's go. My question is, do you all think there's a possibility that Daryl Jackson's denied waiver was a way for the NCAA to help level the playing field knowing Mason Smith's suspension was coming? Uh, no, I don't think that, Mike. 
The Mason Smith suspension's kind of dumb for starters, but secondly, it's, it's a really weird set of circumstances. But it's really dumb. It's really dumb, of course. In the context is. of 2023, oh, it's, it's really dumb. Preposterous. We got very lucky with that situation. He should have been suspended because the NIL deals were not in place at the time that he did the autograph signing and all that and got money. Then he missed all of last year because he got hurt against us, and he was supposed to serve the suspension last year, so it carried over to this year. Well, yeah, but then why wouldn't have LSU in game 10 said, you know what, Mason Smith has made a miraculous recovery. He's back, but we're going to have him serve a suspension anyway. <laughs> I don't know why. Why wouldn't? You? And also, I brought this up at practice today. Why not put Daryl Jackson in Malcolm Ray's jersey? <laughs> Nobody's seen him play at this. Yell very loud as as he takes the field. Go get him, Malcolm. Come on, Malcolm. Come on, Malcolm. Show him how much you've been working and how much you've grown. <laughs> you look like a different player, Malcolm. <laughs> Show him what you've become. You're three inches taller, a lot leaner, and much more explosive. <laughs> I mean, Go you get had him, a, Malcolm. <laughs> you had a huge growth spurt. Weirdly, when you were 22, you look like a first rounder now, Malcolm. Go get him. But also, you have to put on a dark visor. Do they still allow those? I don't know if they still allow the dark visor. I love the dark visor. When I play NCAA football, when it returns, I make sure certain positions wear them. Middle linebacker is one of them. You have to. Yep. Middle linebacker, you got to have the black visor. Now I you, think defensive defensive ends, period, need to have them. Yeah, I like that. I'm fine with that. I don't let my defensive backs wear a visor. No, absolutely not. No. That's ridiculous. But I will let my running backs wear a visor because I don't want the linebackers looking at their eyes. Well, well said. Yeah, there well is. said. So, yeah, Daryl Jackson, if you give him the 99, Art Tafasi's jersey, but I'd say 99, and then put a visor on him and just let him play and see if anybody figures it out. Maybe a wig of some kind, something weird like that. I don't know if Malcolm Ray has hair coming no, out of his helmet. But I just to add to the lore. You know great. what he does? You put, you know how when uh, like the Packers are playing at Lambeau and it's 19 below mm -hmm. and they have the face wrap that goes all the way oh, around. Oh, put the face so wrap on. So you put on. the face wrap on. Like it's Orlando, it's 100. Why is he hey, he's a weird. He's a weird kid. He's he a is. weird kid. Malcolm Ray's always been strange. He's very worried about COVID. He, he wears it all the time. <laughs> right. uh, so here we go. Uh, so here we go. Drew writes, fellas, I appreciate the time you all take to bring us great content my question mm. is for this team to be successful this year playoff bound what side of the ball would you say needs to perform better a great defense or a great offense obviously you'd want both but if you had to pick thanks go knows i think in the modern game you just want a great offense yep. everybody scores the rules are in place for offenses to dominate you agree with this yep, yeah i mean yep. yeah if you can have if just look at the – I looked up, I looked it up a couple days ago. The teams that were in the playoff last year, look where they were in total offense in the country. It was like two, three, five, and seven. Mm -hmm. If you're one of the best offenses in the country and you have just a capable defense uh, – now Georgia had more than that. But if you have a, a good defense, which I think Florida State will have, good, not elite but good, and you have an elite great offense – you, you, you're going to do some things. Think about how weird it is that Georgia team back-to-back -back years with the domination on defense, and yet you can find a couple of games in that stretch where you're like, look at these guys getting lit up. Also, would you say that oh, – I brought this up with Aslan on Wake Up. Uh, Ohio State did not have a good defense. They were not elite. No. They were solid. They were yeah. fine, but they were they yeah. had a great offense and a solid defense, and they were one missed kick away from yeah, winning the national probably championship. Won the game, yeah. They should have won that game, yeah, I think. Yeah. So you can you can do it. This is a recipe to do it. You would rather be great at both, but if you had to pick one, offense. I think you pick offense. Michael writes, I'm going to enjoy this year. I'm expecting we'll get an uptick in the number of fans after each win, especially at the end of September as people start feeling the natty bug. Mm. Let's welcome the bandwagon, bandwagon back. I just want to say be safe, guys, with the incoming weather. 
But don't you worry. Norvell knows how to flick, <laughs> flick fleas and handle hurricanes. Yeah. Wink, wink. You guys have handled the preseason superbly. Let's go, Knowles. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you, Michael. that. Well wishes to all of you guys out there, too, with this storm. It is getting a little dicey in terms of path towards Tallahassee here. Uh, love the show, guys, writes John. For the Miami game, instead of the usual third to fourth quarter break, eastbound and down, we should all do the chicken dance since Miami can't get that chicken money. Uh, the, okay. The, I, I do love the yeah. – uh, that, well, yeah, the they, they should embrace good. the Delaware chicken farm. Was it Delaware or Vermont? Maine, it was Delaware, one of those. Vermont, one of those yeah, up more. Uh, yeah, great, the though. chicken farm is is great. Yeah, they should do that. Anything to get rid of eastbound and down. I guess maybe I'm. You don't, I'm you fine don't hate eastbound and down. I mean, I just it's yeah. It's very of. Florida it is State. of Florida yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. It you're right. It, it it does honor Bert, which it was a very big part of this program. So I, I get it. I just it's not as cool as what Florida does. Oh, you, but you couldn't top. You that. couldn't top that. They, yeah. they fell into that. They did. Did they, they do it when he died? Isn't that what yeah, they did? Yeah, but they, they never did. They had all those years they could have been doing it. Yeah. And they never did it. And they honored him one week after he passed away, and then it became well, by also, far their coolest tradition. It's the only thing that's cool about Florida. They do the is kick, that. What do they got the other thing? The, oh, two the bits gator bait is dumb, and, and the two bits yeah, is just nonsense. Effeminate. Um, I'm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Steve writes, what is more frightening, FSU not leaving the ACC until 2036, or you three gents on the flight to Dublin next year, only to find out that Ira has to sit next to his most hated men's basketball coach. Jeff is put in charge of containing the flock of cassowary birds in the back of the plane, and Corey gets called up to the co- cockpit to fly the plane, and the captain drops dead, only to find out that his co-pilot is Rulon Gardner. Man. That's a lot. There's a lot in there. Rulon Gardner? Yeah, well, I did a big bit on Rulon Gardner. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was no, like, where a, did that a, come it's from? It's a classic bit. Oh, okay. You should go back and hear that one. It's really good. <laughs> okay. I made myself laugh with that one. Right. But here's what I'll tell you. Uh, I'm not messing with cassowaries. And I'm, I'm not, not flying a plane. No. But I'd rather you fly a plane than me mess with cassowaries. Do you think... I think you just... It's a joystick. I, and also, <laughs> like, don't they just talk you down the whole... You can almost autopilot yeah, down to the ground pretty much now. these days, right? Yeah, I think so. Have you ever seen the footage? You've ever, you can find it on YouTube. There's a guy who stole a plane. He was suicidal. Oh. And he stole a, a relatively small plane and got it off the ground. He's flying it. And he has no formal training. And they're talking to him, and they're they're asking him what he's doing, and he's casually talking. He's like, "I'm just having fun up here." But now he knows he's going to kill himself. Right. And so now I, is he flying like a Cessna? Or is he flying like a? It's jet? a little bit bigger than that. It's it's yeah, it's not quite a Cessna, but it's a smaller okay. plane. And they're filming it. You can see him, and he's talking to them, and it's sad because you know what he's about to do. But he's incredibly calm, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to do some flips." And you see the plane. Oh going, no! Like wow. he's just doing anything he wants in this plane. Yeah. But the thing that stands out, he eventually crashes into the ground and dies. Well. Doesn't kill anybody else. But here's the deal. As he's doing it, I'm thinking, my man's flying his plane pretty well. And yeah. he just stole this Maybe plane. it's not as hard as they make it out to be. Maybe being a pilot, <laughs> yeah. just like a six-hour course. It's like what you have to do before you ride the, the fast go-karts. Yeah, I was like, my man. You have man to take a one-hour training session. Broke in, stole a plane, got it off the ground. I feel like Seems flying one of those uh, Boeing, like the 787s. Might be but, a little bit more. No, but no. I feel like it would be easier because it's it's so automated. They, they have talking, they have talked people down before yeah, who sure. rescued planes. I mean, well, it has happened. Striker from... Uh, oh, of course, Airplane. From Airplane, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't make that movie now. And oh, it's still, the, the autopilot, oh, the job talk, yeah, it's all the whole, great. all of it. The slapping of the... Yeah, <laughs> Well, everything is great. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I'm supposed to talk when that guy stops talking, Corey. There mm. you go. No and Ira right now either, folks. That's he's, right. Uh, he's abandoned us, uh, basically. All right, here we go. <laughs> Boner writes. Yes. Is LSU better than last season? I know FSU is. I think so. I think Perkins. Uh, yeah, they'll is, be better. Is going to be you know that tackle is now a, a sophomore. That the tight end that's really good is now a sophomore. Daniels is better and has had a year in the system. Neighbors is like a legitimate NFL draft pick, probably a first or second rounder. Um, yeah, I think they're I think they're better. The second part of what Boner had to maybe ask. not up front. They had some dudes up front now, even before, even after Mason they Smith still got, got hurt. Wingo. They still got they got yeah. dudes. They got You're dudes. right. Uh, will Fuller have new schemes this year? We can't just rush four without stunning. Well, we do stunt, but also I do think he has an opportunity to be more multiple now. They've been Corey. We'll just say this without giving anything away. They've been way more aggressive in camp on defense. Yep. A yep. lot more aggressive. Yep. That's yep. all I can really say about that. Uh, Gil writes, you think the NCAA is, in essence, giving Daryl Jackson a one-time suspension? be interesting if they reinstate him after the LSU game. Also, in 40 years, never been this excited for a season to get started. Wow. Getting humbled every 40 years will do it, I guess. Yeah. Good holes and go Zaxby's. Uh, appreciate you, Gil. Thanks for uh, also uh, complimenting Zaxby's. Uh, Golden Chief Booster for over 18 years. Mm. Uh I was pretty damn excited about 2012 and 2013. 2013, the mystery was, is Jameis all that we think he is? I was excited about 93, 99. I was really excited about 93. 99, uh, I brought this up recently. Uh, 99 was, uh, I was covering the team, and obviously they were loaded. And I remember, um, you know, I asked Ross Brannon on the air doing the morning show, if you guys don't go undefeated wire to wire, will this be a disappointing season? And he said, yes. So that's how high expectations were in 99. That if they didn't go yeah. wire to wire, they were the first team to ever do it. Right. So at that time, to ask that question seems kind of absurd to say, would it be disappointing if you did something that nobody in the history of the game has ever done? And he was like, yeah. Well, that was their goal back then. Well, they, I mean, the ACC was taken for granted. They knew they were going to win the ACC championship. They want to win the national championship. What's the over-under for Jared Verse getting a sack? Seminole fan Todd writes, I place it at two. I mean, yeah, I do think what Brian Kelly talking about Jared Verse, they absolutely more than last year, they are going to make a, they are going to know where he is. He is a guy that, as Brian Kelly described him, as a game record. Game record, yeah. Um, and he is. And, they're, and he wrecked their game a couple times last year. So I think they will know where he's lining up and they will give him extra attention. So two, and the, plus those tackles are good. I think both those guys will play in the league, the right end, the, especially the, the sophomore kid. He's do you think the, two is robust? I think so. But he'll get some pressures. Don't and this dude's hard to wrap up. It's, even if he beats the tackle, it's not like Jane Daniels just going to sit there and let you tackle him like he's uh, Drew Bledsoe. Jane Daniels going to move around a little bit. Uh, move around a lot of it is the problem. Tom writes: Is this storm going to negatively affect game prep for our boys? 
Well, I, I like I, the priorities, Tom. Yeah, I, I like the yeah, priorities. You see where his head's at, yep. right? I like it. I will say this: I don't know how it couldn't. Well, I think that, um, like, so Wednesday, I, it's, it's got a shot alter. Day. It's, it's a shot day. I, well, it's a shot morning. I think they can do whatever they're going to do at six p.m. But it's, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think that you're definitely not practicing at 9 in the morning in the middle of a hurricane. No. I also think it comes at a time where it's not as disruptive, at least in terms of the work you're getting done. This is game prep, yes. walkthrough. I also think week. it was supposed to be, and I'm not just saying this, I heard from somebody at Florida State that Wednesday's practice was supposed to be a shorter one anyway. Yeah. Like, much shorter yeah. than normal. So, you, you know, it's not it's not going to crush them. And then by Thursday, you would hope they're back to normal. Dave writes, Destin Hills listed as a co-starter is as much about character as it is about Hills' talent. Norvell and Hill made a commitment, and they stuck with it. Destin stayed in shape instead of sitting around for two years. I think Mike cares about Destin as a person as well. Perhaps. I think he cares about all of his players. I think it's one of the reasons they care about him, is that they feel a sincere— that, it, that makes it sound like it was done as like a favor. Destin Hill has earned that spot with what he's done on the field. That is correct. Uh, and, and so is Winston Wright, by the way. They're co-starters for a reason, and both of those stories are unique and really cool, um, and they're both going to play a lot. Uh, but I don't. it's not done because yeah, this is a feel-good story. It's no. done because they deserve to be on the field. Yeah, and Destin did stay in shape, and he did he come did. in here ready to play. I can't believe— how how quickly he got acclimated to this. I think the best way to tell whether a guy's for real is to ask players and see their reaction. And you knew from Jordan Travis to Trey Benson to any number of other guys that have commented about Destin Hill before we ever even saw him yeah. that they thought he was for real, a difference maker. Because they'd seen him work out. They'd seen him run. They'd, you know, they'd seen what he was when he arrived. I think the best way is to ask older uh, media personalities <laughs> what they think. And Jeff, what do you think? Is Destin Hill ready? Yeah. See, yeah, that take it to the bank, everyone. Yeah, he's ready. He's been great. I kept, yeah, he, yeah. I it's, kept waiting for a moment where he would have a step back, where you'd see something like the the rigors of camp got yeah, to him or something. Nope. It's never happened. No, man, he shows up. He's good. He's talkative. He's got a big personality. Uh, man, I, that interview we did with him on Saturday night. I hope you guys watched it on the the War Chant channel. He's a really uh, kind of fun kid, and really believes in himself and is good and should believe in himself because he's yeah if you can run like that yeah, jump like that i would believe in myself yeah, too me too daniel writes just wondering if we're undervaluing this team maybe they're just that damn good your thoughts on the possibility of us undervaluing i think we value them a pretty the pretty right amount pretty good amount like i guess we'll see lsu will tell us a lot so will clemson this first month yeah we'll, you we'll get value your answers them. in earnest this this week and in, in, in two weeks from now three weeks from now i the weird time of year You've done everything you can in preparation. We've documented that preparation. It's our job to do so yeah. for Warchant.com and a Wake Up Warchant, the Jeff Cameron Show, and similar headlines. We've done all these things. We Monday know, Smash. We, oh, we got a million outlets and a million ways <laughs> a million to do it. Thing, yeah, it's, a good, it's a good thing, right? But but And we've been able to do that. We've lent context to what they've been and how much better the talent level is. But this is always that one where you're conflicted because, again, I reiterate something I said earlier. Until you see them against somebody else who has like talent, yeah, you just don't know. And I think they're really good. We've been doing this a long time. But I've been wrong about things, and I've been right about things. We'll see. How much better is LSU than they were a year ago? We know L we know FSU's better. Yeah. But how much better is LSU in year two with Brian Kelly and his staff to have worked through the kinks and figured it all out? And, you know, I, I don't know. Are they worse was last year really a, a huge yeah. surprise. I mean, they weren't good at the end of last year, I mean, except for did. that big Purdue win. 
I mean, think about it. It's, it's odd. I mean, they did. They went on to they lose this game, and then they go on to win the West and beat Alabama and play for the SEC title. Now, granted, gave up 160 points in that right. game, but right. I mean, they were in that game, and nobody would have predicted that for them last year. You mean year. they were actually play, participating yeah, in the game? Yeah, participating yeah, in the game. Yeah, exactly. They were the opponent for Georgia. Yes, right. So it is kind of you know none of us would have thought that possible. Also, Maybe we they always step back. We have to remember number one. It is when we see Jared Burst doing what he does at practice or Fabian Lovett. We also respect it more and appreciate it more because we know they're going up against good players too they're not going up against a true freshman and they're going up against college football players like all acc caliber guys some of them and are snatching morale which gives us confidence the same with the receivers and the dbs going back and forth but nobody else gets to watch practice you know what i mean like we we have the context of watching practice so in 13 i have no idea what that team looked like in august none how would I? I didn't get yeah, to watch them. We just remember Jimbo would fib to us and say that, you know, the quarterback battle was real close. Well, right. <laughs> and we heard we all heard what was going on, but we didn't we didn't know how good Ramsey was gonna be at that time as a true freshman or right. anything like that. So um or how good Kelvin had become. You had to see it. So I think that we talk up this team so much and it's a it's a blessing because we get to see them every day and we get to see these crazy plays. But I'm sure LSU makes some incredible plays, too, in their camp that nobody's reporting on. Without question. And I was asked that today. They said, well, how much eligibility, I mean eligibility, how much access, excuse me, do you guys actually have? And I'm like, we can attend every practice. We've only been forced to not watch scrimmages, the two scrimmages. Right. Every other practice, every practice is available to us. It is a godsend. It's yeah. unbelievable. So is every coach and every player. It's amazing that yeah. we're able to go in there and do that. So it certainly does give us an opportunity to provide context. Now, again, that is what we see with guys from the same team competing against one another. They're still great athletes and all that, but you got to line up across from a guy who's hell bent on beating you yeah. on Sunday. And that kid too is highly recruited, really fast, very strong, cares deeply about Probably winning. Mean. Yeah. Really wants to win. Yeah. You know, in many cases, remembers losing last year. So, is it going to take you lightly? Like, this game, I think, figures to be a fun game. I do wonder if if LSU's secondary is as shoddy as it's been at periods during this build-up to the game, can can they get enough stops? Because Florida State's going to score on everybody. Yeah. They really are. I mean, it's a hard offense to slow down. Now, of course, did I just curse us? I mean, probably, I, I probably know, you just jinxed it. I think it would be stunning. They're gonna, have, the it's case. gonna, Florida State's gonna turn into Iowa. It's <laughs> so gonna average eleven points the a game. in that contract is it's one three, of the greatest. Three hundred twenty points so, for the season. So they have to average twenty-five points a game. Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. Do you know offensively how many points they averaged last year per game? Offensively, not, not don't include the defensive touchdowns. They led the nation in defensive touchdowns. Iowa did. I would guess. 18. 14.6. I mean, that's incredible. Can you imagine In 2022. 14.6? You have to actively be trying to coach your team not to get first downs and score points. They scored six defensive touchdowns last year. Yeah, they were incredible. They led the country. Yeah. Uh, they were, yeah, they were insanely good on defense and could They're the not only team score. that would defer both halves. <laughs> we don't want to watch this offense. <laughs> Give was, the ball to them. It was Imagine being a member of the press going to those practices. Oh, my God. Oh, you'd yeah. You'd be sick to your stomach Well, every day. but then you'd have like, oh, Johnson did break a nine-yarder. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the headline. There was a second and six they converted. <laughs> I was stunned, guys. <laughs> Seven-yard out. Made, yeah. made the play yeah, fumbled the next yeah. play. But. <laughs> uh, Kyle writes, we made it, gentlemen. Over under 310.5 passing yards for Jordan Travis. Under. 
Over under 118.5 yards rushing for Benson on Sunday night. Under. Agreed. But that makes it sound like I think they're not going to move the ball. I think they are going to move the ball. I think Jordan's people are going to contribute. Yes, and I also think Jordan's in the 250 to 270 range, somewhere in there. I could be wrong. If they get behind and he has to throw, he's got really good guys to throw to. Michael writes, please explain it to me like I am five. The NCAA suspends Mason Smith for something he did before a rule change made it legal, but deems Jackson ineligible for something he did before an enforcement change was announced. So who's worse, the NCAA or politicians? One in the same, baby. Yeah, they are. One in the same. And the Mason Smith thing is just just absolutely – I know the Daryl Jackson thing doesn't seem fair either, and it isn't, but the Mason Smith thing, at least it's just one game. Yeah. But it's Tragic, Corey. I'm really losing – I know. I know you are. I hate to see that young man not be able to suit up for this one. Uh, Nathaniel writes, do you guys expect Verse to win more this year with speed or power? He's looked huge to me from the clips I've seen in fall camp. I'm very excited to see what he can do this year. P.S. Registers, registers smoked baby links are the goat of sausages. Mm. You ever had goat? What can you you can make goat into a sausage, right? You could. I, yeah. I have not. Ben, that's next. I'm a fan of goats. How about some goats, like some legitimate goat sausage? Goats make me laugh, though. Oh, uh, they do, but I mean they're probably pretty yeah. tasty. Happy. Yeah, they hilarious. are hilarious. They play dead. Yeah. <laughs> they they faint. I would say uh, power. And he's very fast too. Now he's one of the fastest guys on the entire defense, not just. He's he is the fastest defensive lineman. It he's, is power. It's but he I'm telling you folks when he and he's doing this to grown men on Florida State's team, he will grab them and snatch them as if they're a child and throw them to the ground. It's actually disconcerting to see a 325 pound man get jerked around like a small child. He just pissed off his mom in the mall. Yeah, like it's crazy to watch that happen. Where you just there's this moment where Verse just decides I'm done with this and he just. He pulls guys off their feet. Yeah. it's. Remember when uh, Derwin James launched that tackle for Florida? Yes, of course. It's humiliating yeah. for that young man. He yeah. probably walks around with a bag over his head to these days, right. this day. I mean, Derwin James just threw a grown-ass man yeah. in the air. Yeah. Now, that shouldn't be possible at 200. Especially the pounds. safety doing it to a yeah, lineman. Yeah. Ha- but, but Verse does that to people where yes. he'll just grab a guy. Or what's even more humiliating, if it's like a backup, not one of the stronger guys – He'll hold him with one arm and kind of decide what he where wants he's to do. What he's going to do with him and see where the ball is and then toss him. <laughs> That's yeah. the one where I cringe. Where I'm, yeah. Oh, sir, he's holding you with the one cool arm. The cool thing, though, is after he does it, though, he's really complimentary <laughs> to the kid that he just beat. He's like, hey, man, that's a good try. I'm good. What are you going to do? That's a good try. We'll get him next time. Oh, that's funny. Does LSU's D.C. need to just throw last year's tape of FSU's games away? What Norvell can call with Keon, Bell, Morlock, Wright, Hill is very different than what he could call with McDonald, Pokey, and Micah. It's he a also good has Trey. Like, last year he had Trey in that game, but not really. not really. Trey was overwhelmed, I thought, in he that was. game. And he, quite frankly, wasn't good in the Louisville game either until that the run where he got face masked. And yeah. then that kind of flipped a switch in the whole season. He's got Trey Benson now, too, that he didn't have for that game. Uh, it was Trey Sean Ward and uh, Toa Feely, really. Now he's got a real NFL running back back there. So... Yeah, I mean it's going to be a it's going to be a lot of the same schemes I would assume, but it's it's different personnel. So you again like we talked about, I think you scheme more for the you 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 get ready for the scheme and not the personnel cuz what do you do? You can't double any of them. It's, I mean you can't yeah, double all of right, them, I should say. Yeah. Uh we're down to the nitty-gritty here, rounding out the show. I want to get this one in. Josh writes, "Good sirs, with over 60 plus years of combined college football coverage between the three of you, mm. can you guys think of anything that FSU has done in that time?" That would warrant getting a TV documentary made about them. 
No. It's amazing. No. <laughs> well, I would not call the thing that just ran on Netflix a it was documentary. not a documentary. Um, it's an infomercial. It was an infomercial, and, and it is true to say uh, that Urban Meyer had creative control because he did. Mm. So I looked that up because I thought surely uh, that it was that he had creative control, and he did. Yeah, Imagine weird. that. That's how you ignore the 41 arrests and the murders yeah. and all the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but a, Tebow was featured, right? Uh, Prominently. Okay, good. Over, under, one and a half times the TV camera catches Brian Kelly looking like he's on the verge of a classic Kelly meltdown. I thought you were going to say stroke, Steve. Glad you didn't. Over. Um, he always looks like that. He does. Gator Kirk, thanks for getting us to game week, he writes. Will Brock get more playing time this year than Tate? No. No. But he will get more, in my opinion, than A.J. Duffy. How much less of a nothing-to-lose mentality do we have in this game I mean, relative to last year, while expectations are higher, we still haven't won anything, and LSU is still the higher-ranked favorite. And favored, yeah. Uh, uh, I actually, but I'll, I'll, let me push back on this. I actually think we feel more pressure this year. Probably, yeah, yeah I think so. I think so. Uh, they had nothing to lose last year. They were coming off of a, a bad year. They did need to win. They needed to have a winning season. But if they had lost that game, that wasn't going to be the end of their year. Just as it won't be the end of their year this time, but it will ratchet up greatly the pressure for that Clemson game on the road in week four. Sure. And just like it will be such a disappointment for a team that brought so many guys back and is chasing a championship to lose that first game because they think they think they're the best team in the country. They they might be wrong. They probably are. Um, just, you know, odds are they're probably not gonna win the national championship because, you know, there's only one team that can win it. But they think they should win the national championship. They think they're the best team in the country. I, that it's been a long time since the Florida State team thought that. What we got a minute. Okay. If they lose the game, what has to happen for you not to be overly concerned about the fact that they just fell despite having improved as much as they have and we've seen in this camp? Well, it Can depends on how the they lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they come out and get house or it's not competitive or it's 30, even if it looks like the weight game from last year and yeah. they kind of make it competitive late, it really that'll be a real bummer. I, yeah. That would be really surprising. It would be a bummer, but it wouldn't make me give up on the season because it is, and I'm not trying to be a Pollyanna. It it's the season one. opener. Yeah, it's game one. By season, by the game six, they'll be different. Hey, everybody meet us at uh, the Hooches. In Orlando. That's correct. We're going to be at on Saturday. Uh, Hooch in Orlando. We will be there on Saturday. We'll be there on Sunday for mm. pregame as well. We're stay going to be safe. in Orlando with everybody. Everybody stay safe. Good job, Corey. Uh, good job, Ira. And good job to all of you and Director Matthew, of course. Be good, everybody. Stay safe. Peace.